Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. It's Thursday, and that means we open the door and enter the inner sanctum. This episode originally aired on January 3rd, 1949, and it's called Fearful Voyage. Good evening, friends. This is your host, to welcome you through the creaking door into the inner sanctum. For another gamble of ghoulish goings on. Come in, come in. We're, we're celebrating an anniversary here tonight. Our pet vampires, Oscar and Bertha, have been dead just a hundred years. They're such a devoted couple. With them, it was love at first sight. <laughs> in all their years of unholy wedlock, they've argued only once. Over the training of their backward son, Abner. Oscar blames the little vampire's shyness on Bertha. She kept insisting that Abner was much too young to be taught the facts of death. <laughs> Say, you should see the new home that Oscar just dug for his family. Complete with hot and cold running victims. <laughs> Tonight's Inner Sanctum Mystery, Fearful Voyage, was written by Ed Adamson and Robert Sloan, and stars Arnold Moss in the role of Steve, with Elspeth Eric as Rita. All right, folks. Set for another saga in the sanguinary. Hmm. Well, make yourself comfortable. Sit right next to me. Here, in this coffin. And don't worry about the price of the seat. There's no cover charge. <laughs> now let's get to the story as it's told to us by Steve Chapman. Flashes of lightning rip through the black sky in angry silver streaks. A snarling wind whips the sea into a jagged, tossing mountain range of gray water. The fishing boat ponders on the reef. Its wooden sides crying out against the punishment of the lashing waves. And there on the deck of the dying ship, 
the lone fisherman faces the relentless fury of the element. Doesn't have to be this way. She can save me, but she won't. She just stands on that rock and looks down at me and laughs. This is just the way she wants it. She just stands up and laughs at me because she wants me to be as dead as she is. It was only two days ago, just two days ago, if I could only go back to where I was two days ago. The tuna were running, and we were getting the boat ready to go out for the catch. I had two men of my crew, both good fishermen. Carlos was weaned on tackle, and he could smell out a school of fish a hundred miles away. My other hand, Johnny Martin could handle a line with the best. The engine's in good shape, Steve. All right, Johnny. Carlos, how about the supplies? All stored below, Steve. This time I bring extra bottle of wine. Import stuff. Yeah, it strikes me a girlfriend's cellar. No, no, Johnny. This is real import stuff. Come from Lisbon. Because the eight bucks is much finer. Yeah. I'll show you later. Okay, Carlos. Okay. Hey, look, look, look. Why don't you two go over to the cove for a drink? We won't be getting underway for an hour. Hour, but Steve, we are ready now. Uh... Reed is coming down. Oh. We're going up the coast of Goldwater before we head out to the bank. See, we'll lose six or seven hours. Oh, we'll make it up, Johnny. I'm dropping Reed off at Goldwater. She's going to stay with her sister while we're out. Oh, Steve, you not do that. What are you talking about? A woman on board. It is bad luck. Yeah, but Reed is my wife. Make no difference. It's bad thing, Steve, to bring a woman on fishing boat. This I know. You bring much bad luck. Listen to him, will you, Johnny? That's an old fishing superstition. Please, Steve, you hear what I say. Please. It is true. Sure, sure, sure. Like breaking a mirror. Seven years Oh, you make fun, but it is truth, I say. Come on, Carlos, forget it. Let's get that drink now, huh? No drink, Johnny, yet. Steve. Yeah? You bring wife on boat? Sure, I will. You don't think I fall for that hokum, do you? You bring wife? Then Carlos does not go. Uh, Now, wait a minute. Carlos does not go. Will be bad trip. He does not go if you bring woman on this boat. Carlos wasn't kidding. And Carlos was too good a hand to lose. I quieted him down, and he and Johnny went over to the cove. I was down in the cabin when Rita came on to us. She stood in the doorway holding a suitcase. Every time I looked at Rita, like I was seeing her for the first time. She was always new and more beautiful than ever. Young, alive. That's why I tried so hard to hold on to her. What are you looking at? You. Just you, Rita. Something wrong with you? Wrong? Uh, you're about perfect. Well, aren't you going to take my bag? Rita. Yeah. You can't come on the boat to Goldwater. Why not? Carlos. Carlos, what's he got to do with it? He won't sail with me if you come aboard. He says it's bad luck to have a woman aboard. Now, I know it sounds foolish. Okay, that's the way it is. Read it, isn't that I don't want you. All right, all right, that's okay. Rita. What? You go to your sister in Goldwater like you promised? Sure. You promise? Oh, will you... Stop it. Will you let me alone with that promising business? Well, Rita, it's only because I love you so yeah. much. I, I just want to get you out of this town while I'm away. I, I, I know you're young. 
I know it's no fun waiting weeks while I'm away. I don't blame you for going to those dances. You don't blame me. That's nice of you, real nice. What do you expect me to do, sit home and knit? Well, it's just that I don't want you to meet someone else who might be Look, Eve, about time I told you something. I did meet someone. I know, Rita. Huh? That's why I asked you to go to your sister's. Don't do any good. I wasn't going to stay in Goldwater anyway. I won't be around when you get back, Steve. Oh, Rita, now, please. Now, don't, now, don't let it. Now, Rita, you got to wait for me. You're knocking me all out. Now, let no, go. No, 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 not until you get promise me. Get hands off of me. I said I can't stand it when you touch me. Oh, Rita. Get your dirty hands off of me. Look at the way they smell of fish. Pulling me always grabbing. Make my stomach turn. All right, I promise you I'll give up fishing. This will be my last trip. I, I promise. Only, only you gotta wait. Wait! I wouldn't wait another two minutes. I always hated you. And the first time you put those hands of yours on me, I only married you because I needed somebody to take care of me. Oh, no, don't well, you What do you think that. I married you for? Because you're young and handsome. Oh, young and handsome. Oh, that's a laugh. Did you ever take a look at yourself in a mirror? A good look? Stop talking that way. So I hit her. She staggered back across the cavern up against the beam. Then she slumped to the floor. I stood over her. A ribbon of blood flowed out of her blonde hair and moved toward my feet. I touched her and I spoke to her. But she was motionless and silent and dead. Rita was dead. I killed her. But I didn't mean to. I loved her, but... What could I tell them? They wouldn't believe me. I knelt there looking down at her. And then I heard the whistling. Carlos and Johnny were coming back. Lifted Rita in my arms. And carried her across the cabin to the chest. I put her in there. I slammed close the lid of the chest just as Carlos and Johnny come down the stairs in the cabin. Well, Steve, Rita get here? Uh, yeah, 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 Johnny. She does not come with us, Steve? No, Carlos. It's better that way. Maybe it is. It's safe. Huh? That's two suitcases over there. That's Rita's, isn't it? Ah, she forgot it, maybe. I bring it to her right now. Oh, no, no, no. What she got... Wait, wait, we're shoving off right now. What, the bag of Rita? Well, she, uh... Well, she brought some stuff down for me, some things I forgot. Get the motor started, Johnny. Okay, Skipper. Carlos, what are you standing there for? You heard me. We're shoving off. I hear you, Steve. I hear you. I didn't leave my cabin. I didn't sleep. I just sat there for hours, my eyes fixed on her chest. I wanted to open it and look at her again, but I, I couldn't. I just sat there. We were only out ten hours when... Things began to happen. The radio shot, Steve. Oh, fix it, Johnny. I can't. Power supplies burn out. It's a funny thing about that. I just put a new condenser in day before yesterday. A brand new one. It's funny. For no reason, it should burn out. I was never a superstitious man, but peculiar things like that. And that was only the first. What do you want, Carlos? Steve. Who's Johnny said I should show it to you. Why? Well, look at it. 
We are headed north. Well, the needle points this way. Oh, no. There, you see? Give me that compass. Sure. Steve, what are you doing? This will fix it good. Steve, you break the swag. Get out of here. But you can't. Go on, do as I tell you. Get out. Go on, get out. I never was a superstitious man, but peculiar things like that. Carlos was right. But there was something Carlos didn't know. A woman can curse her ship even after she's dead. Rita's body was in that chest. And that's just where that compass needle pointed. Right straight to Rita. Something really bad struck us. I put the body into my seat bag and carried it up on deck. It was a bright moonlit night, clear, except for one dark cloud that hung just above our mast. Hello, Steve. Carlos. Oh, you come on deck, Steve. I'm glad. You feel better, eh? Thought you were in your bunk. No, I didn't see it, Steve. That seat bag. What about it? What you do with it? Well, why? Is it any of your business? Why, you only ask, Steve. Well, it's, uh, got some of my old clothes in it. Yeah, yeah, some old clothes. I was going to dump them overboard. Well, you let me see what you have in the bag, Steve. Well, eh? I told you, I only got... But you all the time give me old clothes. Some very good. This coat I wear. I take before you throw it away, you remember? There's nothing in here you can use. Well, how do you know? You don't let me see. I told you there's nothing in here for you. Nothing that's any good. Now, you get Steve. out of here. Look on the deck. It comes from that bag. Blood. Here. You're dripping from the back, you hold. I made some kind of an excuse. I told Carlos I cut my shoulder, then I threw the bloody shirt into the sea bag. After Carlos went up to the deck house where Johnny was at the wheel, I threw the bag over the side. I almost felt good again. All my worries, all my fears went over the side with that bag. Now the curse was lifted. Now everything would be all right. I thought, but it didn't turn out that way. I heard the ship's motor die out. The boat came to a stop. I hurried across the cabin, opened the door, went upstairs to the deck. Steve! The, uh... Motor stopped. Yeah. Well, what happened? I cut it off. You cut it? Well, why? There's someone in the water. What? Off the port side. Carlos is going out in the lifeboat to get her. Her? Yes, Steve. It's a woman. Well, get Carlos. Call him back. But Steve... Do what I tell you. Get him back. Then you stop that motor. Steve, you can't do a thing like that. I said we're getting out of here. That isn't right. You can't let that woman drown. We can't let her die. But she is dead. She's dead. No, 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 Steve. She isn't. Come on over to the side. You can see her swimming out there in the water. Ah, it's only the moonlight. It's just the way things look in a moonlight place. Tricks on your eyes, Johnny. Steve, I saw her. She's alive. It was Rita. I knew it was Rita out there. I knew she was dead. Johnny left me and crossed to the port side of the boat. I looked up. The same black cloud was over the mast, and then I... I heard it. 
the wind, but it wasn't. I knew it was Rita. It was her voice. I clapped my hands to my ears to shut out the terrible sound, but it struck through my fingers like a knife and jabbed into my brain. And then I blacked out. downstairs. You get sick, eh, Steve? Yeah, 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 Carlos. I get sick, I guess. We have a woman. Huh? She's here. Woman? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I, I remember. Carlos, you brought her on board? Yeah. You know what that means, Carlos? You told me yourself it's bad luck. Well, I know, but this we gotta turn. We gotta let the woman drown in the sea. Yeah, but she couldn't drown. She was dead already. I tell you, she was dead. I know I you. Do I look dead to you? Carlos. Well, do I? I go up to deck house with you. No, 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 Carlos, don't leave me here with her. You talk to her. No, 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 Carlos, come back. You're afraid of something, Steve. Is it me? You're dead. Now, why do you keep saying? Well, because, yeah, I know you're dead. I would have been, but Carlos and Johnny saved me. You don't look the same, but that's a trick to fool them. I know who you are. No, you yes, don't. Yes, 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 I do. And I know why you come back, Rita. My name isn't Rita. It's Edith. Edith Lawson. I told the whole story to Johnny and Carlos. My plane crashed into the ocean. That's simple. They believed it. Because they don't know. You can trick them. Steve, you're sick. I know why you come back from the dead. You want to see me destroyed. You can't fool me because I know who you really are. You seem so sure of that. Sure. It's that dress you're wearing. I remember it, Rita. I gave you that for your birthday. I had to get her off the boat again. Some way. Johnny, that fool Johnny, told her to rest in his bunk. If I could only make him understand something. I went up on deck. The superstition was being fulfilled right in front of my eyes. The black cloud above the mast spread itself out into a giant blanket, snuffing out the light of the moon and the stars. Cold wind came moaning out of nowhere. I had to do something before it was too late. I went forward to the deckhouse where Carlos was at the wheel. Carlos, yeah, he would understand. I understand, see. What do you try to say? That woman, Carlos, she's cursing this boat. Look how it's blowing up. Yeah, yes, dear. Big storm coming. But she's doing it. It's because she's on this boat. We'll all be killed. Nothing we can do, Steve. Yes, there is. We can get rid of her. Steve! Don't you see? We gotta. If we're gonna come out of this storm alive, we gotta get rid of her. Oh, not a thing like that, Steve. Carlos, listen to me. I'm gonna tell you something. That woman. That woman, she's not who you think she is. She's my wife, Rita. No, Steve. Yes, she is. Rita, come on board before we left port. I lied to you. She didn't go back on shore. I killed her. It's a trick. The dead who return can play tricks. But there's one sure thing I know about. That dress she's wearing, I gave it to her as a birthday present. Steve, I gave the woman that dress. What? She was wet. I look in your closet and cabin for something for her to wear. 
I find the dress in Rita's suitcase. What? In the suitcase, you say Rita bring your things, Steve. Well, then... I knew when I see the blood fall on deck from that sea bag. Well, you never said anything. She was a bad woman, Steve. No good. But she's come back, Carlos. No, Steve. Rita's dead. She's come back. I tell you, she's she's down below in Johnny's bunk. She's bringing this storm on. She's going to have us all killed. I know what we'll do, Carlos. No, Steve. You want to die? This bad thing to kill. I have it all planned. You throw a blanket over her so Johnny won't hear a scream. Steve, please. I cannot do this. I have a piece of lead pipe in the cabin. I'll take care of the rest with that. No, Steve. I will not help you. No matter what storm brings, I will not help you kill. I had to do it myself. The passageway to Johnny's bunk was dark. As I got closer, I could hear her breathing. Then I blew the blanket over her. Unless I held the blanket down, she started to kick and struggle. Then I raised the pipe and... up the lifeless body in the blanket and carried it up to the deck and over to the rail. For a while, I stood on the deck and watched the storm grow and grow. A wind, a wind whipped the heavy rain before it. The swelling waves lashed and kicked at the sides of the boat. I almost welcomed the storm because I knew we'd ride through it. She was gone. This time, forever. You enjoying the storm? I wheeled around. She was standing at the top of the stairs. The light from the cabin below made devil shadows on her face. Mind if I stand here with you? Oh, no, no. Don't you come near me. You're still afraid stay of away, me. Stay away. You mustn't be afraid of me, Steve. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to be dead like you. Why do you think I'm dead? I just killed you again. Again? Well, how can you come back again? planned perfectly to blunt the pipe. I knew you'd be in Johnny's bunk. I wasn't in Johnny's bunk. Yes, you were. I threw a blanket over you and... You killed Johnny. What? Carlos told Johnny he wanted me to come up to the deck house, and then Johnny went back to his bunk. It... It wasn't you. Johnny. I killed Johnny. Steve. We've got trouble. Carlos, Johnny, I... We'll trouble, Steve. He will. It will not move. It stays one way. I can do nothing with it. The Casa Reef is ahead. We are coming to it soon. We will go up in the reef. You must get Johnny quick. He can fix the wheel. Johnny is the one who can save us. Johnny was the one who could save us, and Johnny was dead. I killed him. I went to the deck house. Carlos played the light beam on the darkness ahead. Well, I tried the wheel. It wouldn't budge. It was as if an invisible hand was holding a boat on a fixed course. Steve! Up ahead! There it is! We've got to get out of here! We're going in the dark! Hurry! I go with him, but something held me in the deck house. It was what I saw at the top one of the rocks. Rita. It was Rita. She was standing there waving to me. Steve, hurry! It will be too late! I looking up at Rita as the rocks come closer and closer. Steve. I tried, Steve. 
I cannot move the beam. God of the boat's going under. You can't let me die like this. I'm sorry, Steve. I can do nothing. The woman, Edith Lawson. I must save her. She's hurt, too. I must get to her in the lifeboat. Carlos, Carlos, don't leave me. Goodbye, Steve. Goodbye. Carlos, please come back. Come back and help me. CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System, has been rebroadcast for servicemen and women overseas through the facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. How quickly Steve spiraled into insanity. And when someone is as gone as he was, there's no talking them out of their decisions. And Carlos went along with the murder of Rita because she was no good. 
but then decided to save the new girl instead and let Steve die to pay for his deeds with his life. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we end the week with Groucho Marx and You Bet Your Life and join us next Thursday for a new episode of Inner Sanctum Mysteries. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.